You're listening to SBS News. Obaidullah Mayhek fled Afghanistan in 2013 when he became a target of the Taliban. He has been living in a state of limbo for 10 years. The safe haven enterprise visa he was granted in 2017, after spending two months in detention in the Northern Territory, has separated him from his family and prevented him from countless employment and education opportunities. Around 20,000 refugees like Mr Mayhek on temporary or safe haven visas will now finally be granted permanent residency under a new resolution of status visa. Mr Mayhek says he feels mixed emotions about today's announcement from the Albanese government. When I, when I heard the news, it was, it was amazing. You know, all my, every, every bloody organ in my body was, was, was hopeful and happy, but then it came with a grain of salt. So I, I quickly thought, what are, what are the conditions? How long are we, you know, talking about? What is the process looking like? And um, when am I going to be able to sort of, you know, get the, get the visa and, and, and be able to sort of be off the hook so I don't have to apply for permission to travel somewhere and then I, I'm not getting that permission at all. And, and uh, you know, my, my family is, is away and they're literally crying and want me and I'm not there. Mr Mayhek fled his home after the Taliban began to threaten his physical security and safety. He was shot in the ankle by a member of the Taliban because he was seen as a threat for his various work advocating for human rights in Afghanistan, including as a lawyer and representative to the United States government. After representing Afghanistan at a United Nations conference in Indonesia, Mr Mayhek said Australia was the only country he could escape to. I never believed or thought in a million years that I would end up in a situation where my own human rights will be violated and I will be not able to do anything about it, even not raise my voice. I wanted to remain in my country. I wanted to work for Afghanistan. I wanted to work for the people of Afghanistan. But the situation became unbearable, and uh, it was really an emergency that I had to go somewhere. And from Indonesia, the only place that I could go to was Australia. Sarah Dale is the Centre Director and Principal Solicitor at the Refugee Advice and Casework Service in Sydney. She says while she welcomes the announcement, there is a lot of anxiety from those who have been denied security for years. I can't tell you the number of calls I've received since 10.30 last night. And the first question being, are you sure this is real? This community has had to ride so many roller coasters. They've been told repeatedly what they cannot do, what they will be denied, that they will not be staying in Australia. And whilst we celebrate today, that is quite difficult to accept and overcome 10 years of being told no. The fast-track system was imposed by then-Immigration Minister Scott Morrison in 2014 for all those who sought asylum by sea before January of that year. The temporary visas issued under this regime meant some 31,000 people were left in limbo, unable to receive full protection in Australia. Ms Dale says the system caused a lot of suffering and anxiety for those separated from their families and unable to access employment and other basic human rights. The only fast element of Fast Track was the requirements of applicants to respond when the department requested as such. The department was never needing to respond quickly. There was never any promises of fast processing. It was simply just that people had to respond when the department required. This entire system over the past decade has been one with 
riddled with unfairness and injustice. And today's announcement is a step in the right direction, restoring dignity and humane legal processes. There are 10,000 refugees and asylum seekers who will be unable to apply directly for the protection visa. Their only recourse will be to contact the Minister's Office for intervention over their case. Ian Rintoll is a spokesman for the Refugee Action Coalition and says Labor has failed to fulfil their election promise from eight months ago to abolish the fast-track process. He says they must act to protect those rejected under the fast-track application as well as those still in detention in Manus or Nauru or who have been relocated to Australia from those centres. The simplest thing is to provide permanent visas for, you know, for all those people. I think the, the Labor is running scared of their, their own rhetoric. They're scared of the coalition attacking them over the possibility of, you know, of boats arriving. We've been through that kind of scaremongering. Labor's got a majority in Parliament. It's got community support for the changes that are, that are needed. They should bite the bullet and provide the permanent protection that so many people need. Opposition leader Peter Dutton pointed to concerns over further boat arrivals during Parliament's question time. In my questions to the Prime Minister, I refer to the government's decision to abolish temporary protection visas when Prime Minister Kevin Rudd took a similar decision in 2008. The result was more than 800 boats and 1,200 deaths at sea. Has the government received any warnings from agencies, officials, experts or foreign governments that this decision could lead to an increase in people smuggling arrivals? Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said the permanent visa is reserved for those with applications for temporary and safe haven visas before the 14th of February 2023 or those refugees who arrived in Australia before the border protection operation in late 2013. Australia's Operation Sovereign Borders policy architecture remains unchanged. We've continued to operate uh, on that basis. What we have done, though... Is to not leave people in limbo who have been who have been in Australia for a decade or more. This only applies to people the from the 2013 or before. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles reiterated the Prime Minister's response by emphasising that the announcement ultimately concerns those 10 years on who have found to be owed protection. The government expects the resolution of status visa will be granted within 12 months of submitting an application. On the new permanent visa, people will be allowed to work, live and study in Australia, as well as access healthcare benefits like Medicare. There will also be the opportunity to sponsor eligible family members for permanent residency under the Family Visa Stream and freely travel to visit family members. Mehdi first fled to Australia from Afghanistan in 2013 when he was only 15 years old and was granted a temporary visa in 2016 which expired three years later. He says he's relieved at the prospect of seeing his family again after being separated for a decade. In past 10 years, I have just only met them for 42 days. That's it. And it is really hard to see their pictures. They are are getting old and I did not get a chance to spend the time with them. And just say them that thank you for everything in luck, in face-to-face or just being beside them and helping them. It is this permanent visa will allow me just to be with them or just even though we can reunite. For Mehdi, it's also about a sense of belonging. 
He dreams of applying to work in the military once he finishes his business degree. But for now, Mehdi says he's happy he can finally call Australia home. I came here as a minor and now I am an adult. It is a 10-year-long journey. It will be just a piece of paper that changes my status like from temporary to protection visa. But now the, that piece of paper that shows permanent visa, it, it will show, show I belong here. It will give me the sense of belonging in this community. Yeah, it, it is really, it is really exciting. Mr Mayhex says supporting his family from Australia has forced him to persevere during dark times. Other people with low resilience would lose themselves straight away. And it has been times over the past 10 years that I nearly lost um, the hope. But luckily, I didn't lose my life because that family kept me alive, the responsibility. Otherwise, you know, you know who, would, who would just stay for unknown time in the future with always continuously being told that there's no way for you to be settled in Australia. You're a second, second class citizen. You're not getting a job. You're not getting nothing. Like thousands of others living in a state of uncertainty, Mr Mayhek has a message for the government. There is a lot of pain. There is a lot of uh, heartache. There is a lot of grief. And there is so much depression and it led to so many different things and so many people. Instead of having a healthy community, you have people, drug addicts or being on prescribed drugs or being in a psychic care or whatever. So that is an unhealthy community. So this has happened to us. We were quiet. Nobody heard us because we were scared. We couldn't talk. So just make it simple and easy and, you know, be kind. If you or someone you know needs support, call Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636 or call Lifeline on 13114. Katrina Stirrett, SBS News.